Okay, so today we are beginning a brand new chapter, Perak Zion, chapter 17, which the name of the chapter is Bedarke Knias HaTahaira, the methods of acquiring Tahira, purity of heart. Now, the subject, again, we spoke about this many times, but it's going to come up again and again. Like you remember, we spoke out that Tyra is, manifests itself, purity of motive, purity of heart, manifests itself in two parts of our lives. Number one, that all the materialistic things that we do, things that we need to do for our body, for example, like eating and sleeping, that even those things that we're doing for our sorche haguf, for the needs of our body, even that needs to be done with the right intention. Kol maasecha yihiyu l'shem shomayim. Like we explained yesterday, that kol maasecha l'shem shomayim means I eat, let's say, to have a healthy body, but the purpose is not a healthy body. Healthy body to have a healthy soul in order to be able to serve Hashem, right? So it's all going to one direction. So there was Tahira in my needs, my bodily needs, there's Tahira over there. And then there's also Tahira in my Avoidas Hashem. My mitzvahs have to be Lashmo. My learning has to be Lashmo. Everything has to be Lashem Shemaim, okay? Now, that's going to come up again in this chapter. Also, we explained that the number one ma'akiv, the one thing that stands in the way of tahara or lishma, the number one thing that stands in the way of that is called taiva. Now obviously we're going to see that when it comes to eating, it's going to be taiva sachila. When it comes to working, it'll be taivas mamin, right? Each thing will have its taiva that stands in the way of doing things correctly. When it comes to avodas Hashem, it's going to be a la kavod. It's going to be a big thing, okay? So taiva is going to be the sugya here. So in other words, like we mentioned yesterday, that if you had to boil down avodah tamimo, meaning wholesome proper, correct, Avedis Hashem. What's the number one battle? The number one battle is me versus Hashem. Because Avedis Tamim means I am totally and completely dedicated and designate all my actions and all my understanding towards doing the will of Hashem, bringing honor to Hashem, willing to live a higher life, for a life for a higher purpose, where the higher purpose may ne- not necessarily fit with my personal desires, right? And the other part, what stops you from doing that is Taivas. Taivas thinks about me. I am the center of my universe. I am the purpose of all existence. Everybody's existence is to serve me. You know, there's God and there's me. 
You got it? So if there's God, if there's Hashem, is the center of the world, then everything revolves around Him, including me. And therefore, I'm not much better than you. There's no place for Gaiva in that world. Because we're equal. In the sense that we are both Avdeh Hashem. Right? So there's a very, very big sacrifice, self-sacrifice we'll call it, until obviously you get it clear and you realize that you're lucky to do this, but in the beginning it's a self-sacrifice, where you're sacrificing yourself for the greater good and the greater purpose and the higher purpose, and you belong to a klal, you belong to a nation, right? But then at the end of the day, naturally you're born with a, what we call a gravitational pull, being that you come from the ground, and the ground has gravity, so you have a gravitational pull and you want everything to be yourself and you want to feel that you are the center of the world. And the way you see people around you is how could this guy serve me? If he can, I'll be his friend. If he can't, I'll knock him right off. Okay? So that's really what it revolves around in, the, in a nutshell. Now, we have to understand that this deep, deep desire for whether it's food, money, covet, whatever you want, is very, very deeply enrooted in us. And we have to understand that. Because if we understand what we're battling with, then we can figure out how to deal with it. Okay? So for example, right? In last week's Parsha, Tzadik HaKoyin Milublin says that the source of all our desire and all our will for covid and jealousy etc comes from the eight hadas that means once the nachash was able to put zohama was able to put filth into the humans into adam vachava and through the sin it became part of our natural reality that's what it says so that's a big thing it's a major thing and we know in the Sefarim, many Sefarim, it says that it's really, and we spoke about this many times before, there is, even from our spiritual sense, not just from our physical sense, even from our spiritual part, our spiritual part is hungry and wants tainug, and wants to fulfill, and wants to do. There's a spiritual drive within ourselves, and the Yitzhar distorts that. It's a distortion of the true drive. And that's really what has to do with the Chet of Odomarishan. Because the Chet of Odomarishan brought Ra into the person. And now the Yitzhara has a Koyach through Pitui and through Dimyin, which we spoke about many times. I'm going to speak about it again as we go through this Mesil Sasharim. Is able to make us think that to fill the need that we have to amass, let's say, for example, to amass, amass Torah mitzvahs, right? Or to be marbek shomayim. We have an inner desire to be marbek shomayim. He can distort it and make us want to amass wealth and build huge buildings with our names on it. So we could bring gilui kvoid atzmi, you know? Instead of Gilui Kvoid Shomayim, Gilui Kvoid Atzmi. So it's a distortion 
of a pure and holy desire. You follow? There's also a piece of Rabaran which we should probably work on. It's a very deep piece. The Rabaran says that the desire for Gashmis, it's important to know where they come from, these roots. Otherwise you can't work with it. It's not a question of just forcing yourself to control yourself. It's about getting into the root of the problem and figuring it out. So Rabbi Cutler says that a person is created from the offa min ha'adoma. It's created from the dirt of the ground. We know in Sifre Kabbalah that offer has gives a person two negative qualities that come from offer. One of them is atzlus, laziness, and the other one is atzavut, depression. Okay? Now, they're not two entirely different things, but let's just focus on the atzavus part of it. Okay? So basically, what Baron is saying is that there is like a default mode where you're unhappy and you're searching for happiness. Because of your, because of your metzias that you made out of offer. So offer has a certain unhappiness to it or depression. So you're looking to be happy. So the Yetzirah tells you to, to chase Taivas Olam Hazem because that will make you happy. So it's a pursuit of happiness. Now we have to know. That's why the, to Murdekazach, you know what Murdekazach means. It's a major thing that I saw once in the Torah or from the Isaac Chover, where he says he's a student of the Gro, big man. And he writes a pirush on Milas Torah from the brother of the Gro. Got it? So he says that amazing point that what can help you with the desires of Olam Hazeh, not to pursue the desires of Olam Hazeh, is getting the Tainug from Torah. When you learn Torah, it gives you Tainug. gives you pleasure, right? So, but in the way he says it, I have to look it up again, because it's been a long time. But the way he says it is a very deep point. Because simply you say, I naturally have a desire for pleasure, for tainuk. Right? As we've spoken many times, that the neshama has a desire for pleasure, because what's the pleasure of Elam Abol? It's Anig Hashem. And to some degree, the neshama felt that pleasure before it came to the world. And it has what we call a Kayachazikorin, which is spoken about in the Svarim. When there is some type of memory that it has of this tainuk, and it wants to fulfill the tainuk, so, so to speak, if you give it the tainug of attachment to Hashem and attachment to Torah, so then it's able to satisfy the desire, right? That's how we've spoken about it in the past. But kind of like a different spin, it seems like from Rabbi Zechova, and also I saw a very similar type of spin from the Chassam Tzoyfer, that the point's like this, that it says that Torah, right, is so sweet, it's even sweeter than honey. The pleasure 
that one can get from Torah is such an amazing pleasure that it makes you, the other pleasure, pale in comparison to this pleasure. So you have no interest. Not because, again, you hear the chilek in the lambdas. Moshe, you hear the chilek in the lambdas. Once we said that, the, and this is all true anyway, but I'm just saying two different ways of looking at it. We once said that there is a natural desire for pleasure. Just the Yitzhara gives you a fake version of it. And you, you think it's pleasure, and then you go after it, and then you realize that it's only stomach aches and problems. And that's a little bit in Meduyik, in the Masil Zasharim like that. But there's another Mahalach that a person always will, when he finds a deeper and stronger pleasure, the other one, which is not as deep and strong, pales in comparison, you lose a desire for it. Right? So that's why as you mature and you become enlightened and you realize and you see more exciting things in life, then the little menschlach that you used to play with as a kid don't talk to you no more. Right? Because you got onto bigger and better stuff, right? So the tainuk, the spiritual tainuk that Torah mitzvahs and attachment to Hashem gives a person makes you so you feel a pleasure on a whole different playing field that the Tanug Elam Hazed don't want to talk to you no more. It's a very interesting way of looking at it. I believe the Chassam Seifer says a massive idea. He says that before Kabbalah Satayra, Hashem showed the Jewish people what the pleasure of money is. Because they went out of Egypt and they borrowed a lot of stuff, which they got a lot of stuff. And then the Egyptians brought all their gold and silver and diamonds or whatever they had to chase them in war. And then they got drowned in the Yamsuf and the Yamsuf spit it out. Right? Bizas Hayam. It's called Bizas Hayam. Bizas Hayam is like how much money came out over there. Way bigger than what they took out from Egypt. And it goes into in the Chazals like they needed donkeys and donkeys to carry stuff. You know? And they had the treasures of Yosef HaTzadik they took out from Egypt. And Yosef had all the money of the world. They basically cleaned them dry. They took the richest country in the world and they cleaned them dry, right? And Rashi says that they were so stuck in the money, Moshe Rabbeinu had to force them to move on. So they felt Taivas Mummy, wow, to the max. Then Hashem gave them the mun, the bread from the heaven. Tastes, very unbelievable taste, not shy. Whatever you can imagine in Achila, they had that. So they got the flavor of money, and then they got the flavor of food. Got it? And then he took them to Hasina and he showed them the flavor of spirituality. And then they saw there's nothing more sweet than spirituality. They lost the desire for money and food. Yeah. That was part of the revelation. It was part of the teaching. It was part of the lessons. Of Yisias Mitzrayim is to know that the pleasure of spirituality outweighs the pleasure of physical world by a million miles. And therefore you no longer have a pleasure for Elam Yeah? 
Dvarim Amukim Admoid. But, it takes time till you get that, right? Now, for us, the pleasure, which pleasure comes first in a person's life? The pleasure of eating comes first. That's the first thing. You already begin that taiva from the time, the minute you're born. When a baby starts nursing from the mother, he tastes already taiva's achila. That's why Rabbi Shlomo Hoffman writes in the Sefer, he was a big man. He was a student of Rabbi Isaac Sheh. Uh, Mashkiach and Roshiv of Slabotke. Big man. So he says, a very interesting idea. That new parents, new mothers especially, they don't know exactly how much to feed their baby, you know. And the baby cries, they just start feeding the baby. But he talks about how one has to be careful with overindulging your baby in eating. Okay, very interesting point. It's not only on a medical perspective. Doctors will tell you not to overfeed them either. It's not healthy. And we have to not mix up their desire to suck with the desire for food. And we get them a pacifier instead. Right? But in a chinuch perspective, he talks about if you're going to train your kid that whenever they cry or whatever, whatever, they're going to give them food, you're going to give them the milk, which tastes good, then you're going to develop within them a bigger taivas achilo. Very interesting thing. Also, in this svarim, very deep svarim, they talk about um, this thing that they deal with kids that go off the derech, right? And they write in this svarim that the first signs of exaggeration of desire, right? The kid has a big desires, is exaggerated desires. And the exaggerated desires is the beginning of his downfall. Right? They say the first signs of the seeing that the kid has this issue of exaggerated desires come out of food. And you'll see that the kid starts not liking his mother's food or yeshiva's food. And he wants to eat out in restaurants. And, and taste much more expensive food, and he gets all into food. You see, those are the first signs because that comes before the arise, and it becomes before the other things. It's a very interesting nikuda, and I once saw this. I actually was medayik this in the ritva, but then I saw it in a sefer from one of the gedolei achrayim who say amazing thing. It says in the Haggadah of Pesach that the Russia, right? Meaning, the, the Russia doesn't have philosophical questions. Jewish people don't have philosophical questions. He first has an agenda. He's He's not interested in religion. He has tithes. He doesn't, religion is against his tithes. You follow? Religion and tithes don't exactly go hand in hand. So first he has typhus, and then he has the metarets. He has the answer is typhus, so he has to say kvira, right? So where is the beginning step of where, which typhus, which typhus, we're talking about he's a kid here, 
So it's mashma from the Ritvoz Hagoda that the taiva is the food. He's basically saying, why do we have to sit here? Yeah, I'm sure you've heard this uh, before. Yalla, get to the Suda. You follow? So I saw in one of the Achroinim that he says, it says, Af ato hoke eshinov, you knock his teeth out. Because what do you do with your teeth? You eat. And he explains that since he's a kid, it's taiva that makes him want to be kaifa beka. But since he's a kid, where does taiva manifest itself in kids? Food. So knock out his teeth. Just shot. So again, going back to what we started off with is that we're basically the side of Masil Sisharim is to teach us how to have avoided tamima, wholesome avoided. Pure, real avoid. Okay? And that, like we said, avoid doesn't only mean when you daven or when you learn. Avoid is a 24-7 thing. I'm trying to explain that to you because avoid is a definition in a human being. It's not something you do for a living. An eved is a definition of a human being. I'll give you a mosh, okay? Big question that the Beis HaLevi talks about, right? It says that Klal Yisrael, what they say? Na Nishma. Right? They accepted the Torah. They said, we'll do it. Even before you tell us what it says, we're going to do it. So the question is, in Halacha, not so simple. If I tell you, I want to hire you to do a job, whatever I tell you at the end, so you could say later, I, I didn't sign up for this. I, you know, if you hire somebody, you have to give him a clear description of the job, and he has to sign up to that. But if you hire, so so based on Levi, and accepting something that you don't know anything about is not a real kabbalah. So why can't you back out later? So says the based Levi, an unbelievable zach. He says, but if you hire an eved, what's an eved? Evid means you coined his body. Gufoy Conway. So you own him. He's like your short of a hamor. Now you can give him whatever you want. So Nasavanishma is Kabbalah's Avdus. We gave our bodies over Tasha. Not just our actions. We gave our Matthias to him. So therefore. Avoid, when we talk about Avoid, we're not talking only about Shachras Mincha Meirif. We're talking about every minute. I eat to serve Hashem. I sleep to serve Hashem. I get married to serve Hashem. Not for my own pleasures and fantasies, no. Right? Obviously on the highest level. But the point is, so the number one thing that gets in the way of Avoid, is desire. That's the number one. Even in Avodah Hashem, people use Avodah Hashem for covet. People use Avodah Hashem to feel good about themselves, to have a purpose in life, to have a name in this world. Right? Let's say me. Right? I can sell shoes. I'm sure I'll be okay. Shoe salesman. <laughs> right? But but selling lumdis is much more honorable for me, you know? So selling shoes, everybody can sell shoes. Not everybody can sell lumbus. It's a hot commodity, you know. <laughs> so maybe I'm in this business because I got to feel good about myself. 
Maybe I need a Rabbi Yaakov Harari podcast. And I said, ah, I made it in life, you know. Well, the whole thing could be a scam. The Gantzameister could be a scam, right? So we got to watch out from COVID in Avodah Hashem. We have to watch out from money in Avodah Hashem too. Maybe, you know, there was many rabbis, I'm not going to say names that I, I've witnessed this myself that the people tried to give them either deals or thing, uh, favors or whatever, monetary favors because they're rabbis and they would not touch that. You have to stay very far away. You understand? Because then all of a sudden you use your Torah to make guilt. Gotta be careful with that. You can't use Torah to make money. Follow? And you have to be very careful. Like I once heard from a great rabbi once. Great rabbi. I believe I heard this from, directly from him, but I could be with second hand, but I think it was directly from Rabbi Yosef Rosenblum. He says, when a guy goes, you give a guy to take out the Sefer Torah, we call it Jillian, right? Give a guy Jillian. Carries the Sefer Torah. The whole shul stands up and crowds around him, right? And you know how the Syrians are, the women, they, they start blowing kisses from the Ezrat Hashim, you know. <laughs> the guy is like, even the biggest Baldimian in the world doesn't think they're standing up for him and blowing kisses to him, you know. <laughs> even the guy who has the craziest imagination possible, right. He knows it's for the Torah that's in his hand. So too would tell me Hakam and a rabbi cannot let the covet that they give him and they have to give him, get to the head. He has to always see it is that he's carrying the Torah in his hand and standing up for the Torah. But there's a test involved. Because people naturally want to have COVID. Got it? So every age bracket has its thing. There's Taivas Achila, Taivas Noshim, Taivas COVID. Each age bracket has a stronger pull. Every age bracket has all of them. But each age bracket has a stronger pull to something else. And every person varies from person to person. But we have to understand that Taivas run deep. So in order to become an Ever Hashem and to learn how to serve Hashem properly, we need to get down to the core and to the roots of this stuff and learn how to deal with it. Because if we don't learn how to deal with it, you can't win it. You understand? You can't win nature. Right? You have a train coming at you five, uh, whatever, how fast these things drive, 100, 200 miles an hour, whatever it is. You can't stand in front of the train and say, I'm gonna, you know, even though you guys work out every day and your muscles are getting bigger and bigger, you know, and you watch enough Superman so you think you can hold the train with your hands, and you're there. You can't win the nature. The nature's too strong. So you have Tivus. Tivus is nature now. It's powerful, powerful strength in you. And it stands between you and Avoida. You gotta get rid of that Tivus. You have to start working on that. And this is a chidush, by the way, Rabbi Isai. In today's generation, people don't talk about that. They say, I have other things to work on. Tivus, I have other things to work on. Right? They are wrong. Because you can't make olive base in Avoida without getting rid of Tivus. So you have to make work there. You understand? So stop here for today.